0: Hey, welcome back. We're so glad you're with us today. We started a new series last week called Highs and Lows, and man, I, I felt like I was looking into the mirror when I said all those things for me. We have to remember that everybody goes through highs and lows, right? And uh, man, it's just a part of life. And uh, you are no different. You go through highs, p- high points in life, low points in life. And uh, here's what we learned last week. We said, life is full of highs and lows, but what matters is our perspective. Y'all say perspective, perspective. right? And then we learned that highs and lows are actually best viewed from God's perspective. You see, what pr- the problem is, is that if you're on a mountaintop or if you're in a valley, you only see a small part of the picture. But when you see it from God's perspective, you see the whole picture, and you understand that God doesn't see highs and lows. He sees you exactly where you are at any moment. And so tonight we're going to continue to talk about uh, highs and lows. And so uh, when I was a senior in high school, uh, which was way too long ago now, um, when did we graduate? 2007, that's right. So however many years ago that is, I feel old now um, and all that. But when I was in high school, I was in a rock and roll band, shout out to Through a Glass, all right, um, and uh, go check us out on Spotify or iTunes. Does us no good, but there, you can see my old life right there. We were in a band, and and we worked with an organization that was a lot like Compassion International called Food for the Hungry. And I remember we, they sent us on a trip to Bolivia when I was, during my spring break, my senior high school. I was so excited. I've never been out of the country before up until this moment. And uh, I remember, uh... We had to go get our shots, like the whole nine, right? And uh, we finally get on the plane. We fly to Bolivia. uh, I sleep that entire flight, which was amazing. And I wake up, and I am pumped, okay? It was like a red-eye flight. I remember waking up. And we flew into La Paz, Bolivia. Bolivia is the only country in the world that has two capitals, FYI, La Paz being one of them. And uh, I remember getting off the plane, and I had heard this before we flew, but La Paz is actually the highest airport in the world. Okay, higher than what, Denver is the mile-high city. Denver ain't got nothing on La Paz, Bolivia. The airport's elevation is this. It is 13,325 feet. That's high. That's almost three miles, okay? I just want to let you know that's almost three miles in the air. And I had never experienced elevation change like that before. And so I remember I'm pumped. I get off the – I get. we land. I stand up out of my seat, and I start walking to the end of the aisle on the airplane. And at the end of the aisle, I'm like (sighs) – I could not breathe. And I don't know if you've ever been at an elevation that high, but you can't breathe. The air's thinner. And I had—I was, I look back, I'm like, I feel like I just ran a marathon. Like, I, that's how much air I was sucking. And so we hit the ground running. We get in this van that was made, that said it was made for like 15 people, but it was really made for like three and a half people. And we shove everybody into this van and we are driving Into like downtown La Paz. And I'm like, man, we're going to get in our sick hotel room. We're going to be doing all this fun stuff. And so we drop our bags off at the hotel and we get back in this van. I'm like, okay, where are we going? And so we end up in the middle of La Paz. And La Paz is actually like in a big valley. Okay. So if you're in the middle of it, you can see 360 degrees around you. Just buildings and houses all the way up. It's almost like a giant... Football stadium. Okay, imagine Neyland Stadium, a thousand times bigger. That's what La Paz kind of looks like. And so we go to the middle of the city, and I'm like, okay, where are we going? And they say we're going up there. And I look up there, and there is a point in the middle of the city that is just a staircase. It never ended. I thought, I'm like, are we going to heaven? Like, where are we going? You know, we walk up thousands of stairs. We can't breathe. I couldn't even walk down the aisle of the plane, and we're walking up these stairs. I'm telling you, I was mad. I legitimately thought I was going to die. I'm like, this is how it ends. Like, I think I may have prayed, like, God, now's the time. I'm ready. I'm ready to go home right now. Take me out. You know, I'm trying. And all of a sudden, we finally, I'm telling you, it took me forever. We finally get up to the top of the stairs, and my breath was taken away not because not only because of the stairs, but because of this view. Check this out. It is one of the most beautiful views I have ever seen in my entire life. Was at the top of these stairs looking out, and it's like this all the way across the city. It was beautiful. And let me tell you, it was worth it. And I'll tell you, we sit up there for a long time because I'm like, I am not going to, I worked. For this, I'm going to stay up here, and I'm going to enjoy it. So I remember going up those stairs, and it was worth it. And so tonight, we're going to talk about how to handle the highs. Because here's what I know, is in order to get to a high point in life, you had to have come out of a low point in life. And man, to get to a high point, you got to climb sometimes. It takes some work. It takes a lot of effort sometimes to walk through that valley and to get to a mountaintop so you can experience stuff like this. And so, man, we're going to talk about how do we handle the highs when we get up there so that they're not wasted, right? So here's what we know about highs. There's a lot of benefits and there's a lot of dangers to highs. And I have a list of these up here right here now. So there's a lot of benefits to to being on a high point in life, right? You have more, you experience more victories. You feel like you can't be touched, right? But you have less dependency on God. So it's a double-edged sword. You, You might have more victories, but you're depending on God a lot less. Also, it's easier to praise when everything's going right. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I wake up in a good mood. I don't struggle with anxiety when I'm in a high point. Like, none of those things happen, right? It's easy to praise, it's easy to remember to do stuff like that. But it's a lot harder to pray. Because here's what I know when you're at a high point in life, you don't really think you need to pray a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? That's a danger. And here, another benefit you're blessed by the view. Man, that picture of La Paz, I'm telling you, one of my favorite pictures in the world. I love that. I'll always remember that. But you might be blessed by the view, but you're also blinded by your weaknesses. Man, your blind spots tend to grow when you're on a high. And you start to not see. You have less self-awareness when you're on a high. So tonight, we're going to talk about three ways to how to handle the highs. All right, so how to handle the highs, and here's the first one. The first one is this. Remember where you came from. Y'all say remember. Remember. You're going to remember where you came from. Now, we just got done with a series a couple of weeks ago called Made for More. We talked about the people of Israel. We talked about their beginning of their journey, but they did not have it easy, right? Right? They, God told Abraham, hey, you're going, to have all the, you're going to have descendants and descendants, and your descendants are going to outnumber the stars in the sky and the sand on the earth. And so that happens, but right after that happens, basically, they get put into slavery. And they get put immediately into a low point. And here's what, you, if you know anything about the Israelites, the people of God, this was not new for them. They always struggled to remember where they came from. And in fact, it says this in Deuteronomy chapter 6, it says, be careful not to forget the Lord. Listen, I know things might be going well right now, but hey, be careful to not forget the Lord who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. They were terrible at this. They always forgot. But you know who else is terrible at that? Me. And I bet you're not very good at that either if you're just being honest. It's so easy to forget what God has done in your life. Think about what your life was like before you gave it to Jesus. Think about what your marriage was like before you gave it to Jesus. Think about what you're, think you were so lost without Jesus. And let me just remind you, when you're on the mountaintop, when you're on the high point in life, remember where you came from. Be careful not to forget God, in this moment, because God is the one that brought you to the place where you are right now, if that's you. So remember where you came from. You came from a valley. Remember what it was like in that valley. Remember and be thankful that God finally delivered you out of that valley. Be thankful. Don't forget. Remember where you came from. So that's the first thing on how to handle the highest. Second thing is this, embrace where you are. Y'all say embrace. Embrace. So you're going to remember where you came from. And this is the fun one. Embrace where you are. If you're in a high point in life, enjoy it. Get your camera out. Take a picture of the beautiful view. Enjoy this moment for everything that God, God intended you to enjoy this moment. Enjoy it. It's okay to do that. I am so bad at enjoying the moment. I'm a seven on the Enneagram, if you're into that whole thing, my picture is next to sevens in the Enneagram dictionary, I promise you. We have a hard time enjoying anything because we're so excited about what's next, right? And I'm actually the worst person in the world to go to like a museum or a zoo with, right? Stephanie is emphatically nodding her head right here on the front row. Because Stephanie is the type of person that will go to a museum, and we love doing this. That's the crazy thing is we still do this all the time. We go to museums, zoos, aquariums. We love aquariums, uh, that type of thing. And she's the one that will stop at every single plaque and read it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I don't care what this coin, ha- what, what the cool thing about this coin. I'm, I'm trying to get through this thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm enjoying it, but I'm enjoying it in a different way than she is. And I'm like, all right, I'm always six steps ahead. And I'm just like slowly like, all right. You good? Come on, let's go. You know, that's just kind of how I am at, at museums. And I don't sit and take time to enjoy the stuff I'm looking at a lot of times. But there was one time a couple summers ago, we were in Corning, New York, which is a cool little town, all right? They have a Smithsonian Museum in this city. And so while we were there, they had Andy Warhol paintings at this museum, and we were like, well, that's kind of cool. He has those famous, like, Marilyn Monroe paintings. He did the Campbell soup can, right, like, those type of things. And we weren't supposed to take pictures. I did take pictures, all right, and uh, I would show them to you, but we had technical difficulties, and I can't, so, and it might not be legal. I have no idea, so I don't want to get in trouble. But uh, I remember we, we saw his stuff, and it was cool. Like, it was all right. Uh, but we came up a staircase, and we came to a painting that was – the most beautiful work of art, other than Stephanie, <laughs> that I have ever seen in my entire life. I'm not, you can, honestly, it, it was huge. I'm talking, that thing was probably 10 feet wide, maybe 10 feet, I mean, it was tall. It was very, very big. And it was a painting in a meadow, a ton of trees, there was a mountain in the background, but it was, it, it was like I was looking at a real life picture. It stopped me in my tracks. I'm telling you, I think about this sometimes. Like, I'll lay in bed at night and be like, I'll just randomly say, Stephanie's like, that was a cool painting, baby. That was awesome. And it stopped me in my tracks, and it made me embrace where I was in that moment. I mean, the thing was complete it was exposed it was like a picture it was exposed right you could stare at little little scenes in this picture and find something new every time and you could see stuff in the shadows you could see stuff in the light that it looked like it was real and I remember just enjoying that moment you know I've been trying to be a lot better at this lately and to sit and just enjoy the moment for a second and I want to encourage people out there you might be like me and you're not very good at this, I want you to embrace where you are, right? In a high point in life, don't let it pass you by. Enjoy where you are. Be thankful for where you are, and that's okay. I, I feel like I should just say this to somebody. It is okay to enjoy your life right now. Not everything has to be so negative, not everything, you don't have to be so pessimistic about things. I, I, I want to give you permission. I think God wants to give you permission. Embrace where you are and find something this week you can enjoy, just to enjoy it. I told you last week, I built a fire pit out in our backyard. And I, if you know me, that should scare you a little bit because I don't build stuff ever. <laughs> um, I tried to build this TV cart and we had to rebuild it before we started shooting today because it was crooked. All right? So I just don't do this kind of stuff. But... The fire pit looks good, by the way. If you want to come over to the house, I will sit around a fire. I've been trying to convince my kids, Stephanie. I'm like, let's go out and make a fire tonight, you know? And so I just love it. And the thing I love about it is it just causes me to stop and enjoy right where I am in that moment. And tonight, I think some of you need to do that. Stop what you're doing. Embrace the moment. Take in the view of being on the mountaintop tonight. Because God's put you there. Enjoy it. So we're going to remember where we came from. We're going to embrace where we are. But we're also going to prepare for where we're going. We're going to prepare for where we're going. Y'all say prepare. Prepare. Here's what I know. We talked about this last week. Highs and lows are seasonal. And if you're on a high tonight, I hate to be the one to tell you this. It will not last forever. It's seasonal. And I want you to prepare yourself for where you're going. Because even though you can embrace where you are, you can enjoy this moment and really enjoy the view, a valley is around the corner. That's just a fact. Last week we we talked about how here on this earth you will have Many trials. We have this verse right here. It says this. I have told you all. This is Jesus talking. I have told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here's the deal. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart because I have overcome the world. Prepare for this. Jesus told you. And if Jesus said it, it's true. You will not stay on this high forever. You will not be on the mountaintop forever. You will find yourself in a low point. Jesus tells us, He says, here on this earth, you will have many trials and you're going to go through many valleys, many low points. But I want to encourage you take heart because I've overcome the world. So even though your high is not going to last forever, And you're going to find yourself in a valley. Take heart and don't forget where you came from when you get to the valley. But I want you to prepare yourself now for what God has for you around the corner. Because you're going to need today's experiences to get through tomorrow's valleys. You're going to need today's experiences of being on the mountaintop to get through tomorrow's valleys. Valleys. I love what Thomas Hansen says. He says this Choose when you're strong who you're going to be when you're weak. So you're going to choose when you're strong. Right now, you're on a mountaintop. If you want to handle the highs well, choose now when you're strong, when you're on the mountaintop, who you're going to be when you're weak, who you're going to be when you're in the valley. Because when you're in the valley, your thinking gets messed up. You're not seeing things clearly. And it's so hard to have true perspective when you get there. So choose today. You're on the mountaintop. Take advantage of it today. Choose who you're going to be when you enter into the low point. And so here's what I want you to walk away with today. Highs are meant to elevate your perspective. Highs are meant to... To elevate your perspective because when you get to a low point, you're going to need an elevated perspective to get through it. So remember where you came from. Embrace where you are. And prepare for where you're going. All right, so here's how you handle the highs. Remember where you came from. Embrace where you are. Prepare for where you're going. And maybe tonight, you're sitting here, you're watching this, and you just feel like, man, your life ain't going nowhere, right? It doesn't feel complete. It doesn't feel whole. There's something missing. And you've tried to, to fill the hole of your heart with many different things. It's not working out. And you feel lonely. You feel rejected. You feel all these things. And you just you feel like there's no hope. I want to tell you tonight you can have hope and maybe you're you're here hearing me talk about the highs of life and how to handle those you're like Clint I haven't had a high in my life in like decades well it could be because you don't have a relationship with Jesus that's the most important thing you can do now here's the deal I say this all the time when you step into a relationship with Jesus I can't promise you that your circumstances are going to magically go away But your hope can change in an instant. Your hope can change right now. And you don't have to walk through your valleys alone. In fact, I believe God will carry you through the valley and bring you to a mountaintop. I believe that with my whole heart. That's the type of God we serve. He's come to give you an abundant life. A life that's far better than anything you could ever ask or imagine. And if you want to experience that tonight, if you've never given your life to Jesus, I want to give you that opportunity right now, no matter what you're doing. If you're listening to this in three years from now, or you're sitting in your living room and your kids are going crazy and they want you to make them lunch or watch Disney Plus, whatever it is, wherever you are, you can stop for a second and pray this prayer and give your life to Jesus. And I promise you, your hope can change today. If that's you, I want you to say this in your heart. Say, dear God, I need you. I can't do life without you. I give my life to you. And in the best way I know how, I will live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, y'all make some noise for those people that gave their life to Jesus. I'm so proud of you. That's the best decision you're ever gonna make. And we don't want you to walk through life alone, okay? So, I want you to text OASISTN to 94000 and click the I Wanna Follow Jesus button right there. Let us know you made that decision. Let us know in the comments that you made that decision. And we would love to come alongside of you and help you through your journey because man you were not designed to live life on your own that's why we're here we're here to help you walk with jesus and take your next step with him so reach out to us let us know oasis tn to ninety-four thousand. next week we're going to conclude uh, highs and lows with week three we're going to talk about how to handle the lows right because That's what we're all here for. 2020 is like the ultimate low year of all time, right? Well, tune in next week. I'm going to give you some practical tips on how to handle the low points in life. And I can't wait for you to join us. Facebook Live, YouTube, or our website, all at 10 a.m. on Sundays. And we'll see you next week. We love you guys.